0: Welcome to the What's Next podcast for women. This is where we remove the what ifs and the I can'ts from the equation to make room for your what's
1: next. So grab your favorite beverage and snack, pen and paper, and let's join
0: our host, Pamela Stone. Hello, hello, everybody. How is everybody doing? Look, you guys, so you see, I got some amazing powerhouse women that's always as I always do, bring it to our show here. You guys will get to know who they are, what they do, as well as our amazing conversation that we we're go- were we going to have. I feel that this is a perfect title of our show is Girl Talk because we're talking about imposter syndrome. How many of us are facing or have faced or still facing the imposter syndrome and what way to help conquer it well, not necessarily eliminated, but conquered or bringing it down, is bringing in our confidence with our beauty. And so these amaz- these two amazing co-hosts here, they w- are able to do this, and we're going to have some fun. Oh, you guys know it's Win Wednesday, so we want to hear your win. You'll get to hear our win, but we want to hear your win. Drop it in the feed here. We want to hear your win for the week. We love celebrating your win. One thing before I go on, because I'm so amazingly excited about my co-host here, I want to first introduce myself. My name is Pamela Stone. I am the founder of Conversate with Pamela. We come on here. We're going to do some girl talk. I want us to get out and start talking about our imposter syndrome that we face and our what ifs and our I can't. And then in order to conquer those so we can get to our what's next. And that's the ultimate goal to get to our what's next. And however, or whatever your what's next is, may it be you climbing the corporate ladder, may it be that you're wanting to be an entrepreneur, or may it be you just want to better yourself. But know that we're here. I, if I can't answer it. You see, I have two more powerhouse here that can help you. If not, I got thousands of other powerhouse women, as you have seen in the prior episodes. Come on. And if you need questions or help. So we're here for you. Note that I want you to grab your pen and paper. Look, I already ate my snack before I came on. So sorry. Can't provide you with a snack today. But bring on your snack and your pen and paper. Grab your friends, family, and everyone. And just sit back. Look we're all here about having fun, but also being empowering to each other's lives. Let's see. Oh, also today's show is sponsored by Vision Made Magazine, the quarterly magazine that comes in and empowers, inspires you to go after your what's next. Through vision boards. How many of you have a vision board? I, I do. I have a whole bunch of them. Right? I have a whole bunch. They're around. You see one. I have like five around me. But if you are wanting more information on how to get a copy of Vision Made magazine, drop it in the feed. I will definitely be in connect. Contact with you, and during this time of our show, I always say, please drop your questions. No question is not is goes unnoticed. You know, I also have a rule here because I know some people. Actually, one lady just texts me like, "Well, I have questions, but I'm scared to answer." So I want everyone to know what we talk about here and conversate with Pamela. It stays here, and if there is any any kind of unruliness, then you will be. Bumped out of Conversate with Pamela because, and cannot come back because this is a sacred place where we support each other and know that it's a comfort zone here. So, okay. Without further ado, I'm going to bring in, I want you to guys get your pen, paper, drop your notes, questions, because they're going to be on here. You can ask us all questions. I have Doctor. Okay, Doctor. I'm sorry. Just I'm so I'm bad with names, and we just practice it. It, I'm apologize, but Doctor, I want to first and foremost, guys, bring you to the stage as Doctor Asa. So I want you guys all to know I have been following Doctor. Oh my goodness. I don't know, years, a couple years or so ago, or years, I've been following her, Um, and it's so, I'm so amazed, and I'm so proud that she's part of the full circle, where not only is she on my show, you guys, but she just got her doctor, and how amazing is this? I know, right? Whoop whoop! Yay! Uh, she just got her doctor, and so to even bring it to a more full circle, knowing that the here the doctor has, con- she has been through a lot. I mean, I follow her through her journey, through her obstacles, through her ups and downs. And now she is here with her doctor. Um, And let me say this, she's working on her second doctor, you guys. I know we talked about that a couple weeks ago. I'm like, what? Okay. But you guys have to hear her story. So without further ado, doctor, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Well,
1: so a little bit about myself. First of all, my name, (laughs)
0: because I know that's so
1: hard to pronounce. Well, okay, so I have a funny story. Um, the na- the way that you see my name spelled, is actually not the way my name is spelled on my birth certificate. It's actually spelled Asia, so people pronounce it Asia, but the name is actually Asia. And so my father misspelled my name when I was, you know, born, and then there was all this stuff going on, and then I found out the real spelling of my name when I was like five or six years old, and I'm like, oh. I'm going to spell it this way. And I still have people not able to pronounce my name, but it's, it's, I think that's a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and some people just will never be able to pronounce it. And some people will. And at this point I'm like, well, since I have the doctor, just say doctor. It's That's easy to pronounce. Um, or Dr. Noor, which is my middle name, Noor, or you could say Dr. Ghazi, whatever makes sense to all of you about that. But um, first of all, Pam, thank you so much for having me here on the show with you today. And it's it's a pleasure to be here with you and to be with Beverly. I can't wait to hear what Beverly's going to talk about with us um, in a little bit. And so my journey, I mean, you know, it's interesting that we're talking about imposter syndrome because my life was such, and I was just reflecting about this with one of my um, friends just earlier today, what my life was such that I had uh dealt with imposterism quite a bit I mean I never ever thought I was good enough with anything you know I mean from a young age I was made fun of consistently because of my weight and the way that I looked you know people can't get somehow it's just it baffles me that people can't get beyond Mm -hmm. somebody's looks to get to know somebody for who they are on the inside and when you make fun of somebody and you're saying things to them especially as a child and I was, I was a chunky, ch- I was a chunky kid, you know? And, and so from that moment, when you're telling somebody, oh, you're fat, you're ugly, you're this, you're that, you know, they're looking at your culture. I mean, I'm Indian Pakistani. And so we eat food that has spices and garlic and ginger. It's, it's delicious yet, you know, being called names and being told you're smelly or stinky. And this is, I mean, there's just a lot of things. Kids can be mean, but you, you know, I kept hearing this stuff growing up into high school. I mean, you would think that people have matured by then. But that wasn't the case. And I think it was, you know, around high school, where I started to really kind of find myself. But when you're conditioned from childhood, to, that you are a certain way, and people constantly tell you that, then you grow up kind of with this identity, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have this identity of, you know, being this person that that your community, the people that you in your family know you as, um, getting out of that. I guess, sort of, sort of speak, comfort zone of that identity, and creating an actual identity that you feel that you belong in can be difficult, especially when you come to a point in your life when you're getting, when you're seeing success, and you start to think, "Oh my gosh, am I am am I good enough for this?" I mean, all my life I was told that I was this fat, ugly kid, this fat, ugly person, and yet, but here I am. You know, evolving and growing. And I'm giving an example, evolving and growing and just, you know, creating an identity that goes beyond what other people have created for me. And in the midst of that, you kind of go, okay, is this really who I am? But it takes time to really develop. I mean, I went through a lot of obstacles, a lot of issues um, in my life, uh, family problems, a lot of verbal, mental, emotional, and financial abuse by my own uncle. My mom and I used to live with him and it was just a mess, you know, having to deal with him all the time and his, you know, his narcissism, he was very narcissistic as a person. So it was just constantly just trying to like figure out, okay, what am I supposed to be you know how am I supposed to react? What am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? And well, maybe I am a lazy and stupid person because that's what he says I am. You know, and mm-hmm. and 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 he felt like, well, you and your mom don't really need anything. I'm just gonna take whatever money your mom makes because you don't need it. You know, and it's like, okay, wow, like how much abuse can someone take? So you know, you think about all of these things that happen from childhood, and, and imposterism is something that just happens. Mm-hmm. You know you don't even know it. You don't even know. So you achieve something and you're thinking, is this the truth? Like, did I really achieve it? And somebody calls you beautiful or says to you that you are this amazing person and you're going, you talking to me, you know, because I mean, that, that happened so much to me, mm-hmm. but one of the ways where I actually, I, I, not one of the ways I, I actually created a model in my dissertation. So I, I did a dissertation on Ways to overcome the feelings of inadequacy and imposterism, because when you have self-doubt and you have low self-confidence and low self-esteem, just from everything that's going on in your life and you're, you know, you're moving along with this baggage that you have, it it can be really difficult Mm -hmm. to, you know, Find, you know, to really get out of it, you really have to work on it. And so and there's a lot of studies out there, peer reviewed mm-hmm. articles and, and books about imposter syndrome, what it is, you know, and they talk about, oh, there are ways to overcome it, but there's no actual, you know, research mm-hmm. that was done. So I actually did research on this, um, my population that I researched was women engineers. So I, I wanted to focus on the STEM field, because that's where women are we don't see enough women in that field, in the field of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. And I wanted to know, well, you know, if women are in this field, what are they doing to overcome feeling inadequate, to overcome the feeling of I'm not good enough to, to stop saying, well, I was just lucky that I got this. It was just, I just happened to be here at the right time. No, you had worked your way up. You, you, you had successes that you need to acknowledge. And that's why you got this position or, you know, that's why you're a leader in this community or whatever that situation is. And, and of course, we don't, we tend to diminish ourselves. We tend to do that because as women, we're not, we're told not to be, you know, we're told to stay humble and not to tell people about our accomplishments. And, you know, we're conditioned a certain way. And again, this goes back to the same childhood when people tell you or define you to be a specific way. And identify you as that person. You have to. You have to get out of that identity and create your
0: own identity. So true. Yeah. So true. I mean, it is. It is hard. So we're gonna go touch back base with that. But let's, Beverly, tell us a little bit about you. I. This is exciting as well.
2: So I am. My name is Beverly Robinson, and I am the CEO and founder of the Good Girl Project Incorporated. And that is an organization. We're a consulting firm that helps women and adolescent females young girls to find out their god-given talents but to bring out to help them develop self-confidence and what i specialize in is dealing with trauma from childhood and taking you through that so i do counseling i do mentoring um and coaching and i do um, beauty coaching so i'm a beauty coach and so when people think of beauty the first thing that all comes to people's mind is, oh, makeup, fashion. But beauty is something that starts inside first and it exudes from the outside. So the approach that I use when I work with women is going from the inside out. And that's where the uh, evolving, the emerging, and the changing, and the metamorphosis change takes place. So that's how I coach women up as far as beauty. Because true beauty comes from within. And that's a little bit about what I do. Um, how I started this, how it, I gave birth to the Good Girl Project was in two, 2013. My daughter was a teenager. She was 12, going on 13. Um, I didn't give her a bob mitzvah, but I thought in that mindset, she was very tall. She was one of the tallest ones in her class. And she felt awkward. And so I had a uh, coming out dinner or special ceremony with women that had been in her life her aunts, her sisters, myself, and friends that have been in her life. And I invited them all to come and they gave her pearls, but they gave her words of wisdom, which became pearls. And everyone came with either pearl earrings, a pearl necklace, a bracelet, but they all spoke into her to build her up, to her, to help her with her identity. Because that's at that age, that's a transformative age. So and true. so that's where a good girl came from. You're a good girl, you're a great girl. And it goes back to me, when we're talking about the imposter syndrome, um, when I was in high school, I was a teenage mom. So that's frowned upon. Of course, you know I wasn't the example. I was told I wasn't a good girl. So in the opposite, I want to raise people up. What is the good girl standard? What does that look like? You can have mistakes and you can experience things, but that doesn't make you, your behavior doesn't make you who you are. That's just something, a decision that you make. And one decision in your life should not deter who you become you know especially on the inside so now i feel that it's my role and my assignment to let women and young girls know that there there's the good girl and bring that good girl out from within and so and not be an imposter because all of us represent god and when he created us in his image it was good
0: I love it. And that's so true because right now, which we'll talk a little bit about, but it's in a in a book that I'm reading that they talk about, you know, all about art. you know, love yourself and don't worry about everybody else. But let's go back to what doc, the doctor talked about, the imposter syndrome. I too I too um, faced it. I believe we all faced it, but it's also how did it impact our lives? And then what did we do with it? Um, And one thing I can say, it stuck around for me a long time. It did. Um, And it does play with your mind. And And to the point of, to me, it was the point of I had that poke. And the poke was, hey, but of course, you know, we always ignore it the first time. Well, the poke was really hard one day. And I was sitting on the couch just chilling to music. And there was no one around but me and God. And it was God saying, listen up. It's me and you. You're going to do this. And there's people that are going to hear to help you. And this is how we're going to deal with it. It still took me a minute. I heard him. Don't get me wrong. I did hear the voice. You know, you sometimes he does talk to us. It's just how much do we listen to him or do and how much then we connect. You'd be like, uh, oh what you was trying to say. okay okay i got you or or better yet you know how we women some of us women don't like to you know give everybody the total control and you're like well if i give it to you, you know what am i gonna do and so after i that and it just so happened i had two i still have two mentor women mentors that i work with never talked to each other but gave me the same story two days apart wow how deep it was that he's like i okay since you don't want to pay attention guess what i'm gonna send these two over to talk to you and so the imposter syndrome really does play a part into the success of you know what is the norm i want to you know we talk about that and so let's start with what is the norm and how do we ignore that because with if we don't talk about it i don't feel we can even start conquering what's my, what's next. I can't even work on my, what's next. Cause first I got to work on even like Beverly said, work on the inner self. And so, yeah. so how did we even start? How do we even start to help women to get past it and start, mm-hmm. you know, it start working on the inner self and let's work on conquering this imposter syndrome. And I think this is a yeah. perfect place for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Such a good question. So in my dissertation, I created a model on how to overcome imposter syndrome. And one of the things that you hit the nail on the head with Pam, Pamela is the mindset that it's such a mindset issue. And so my model, and I, I should, I'm going to have to share it with you. Let me, okay. if I can, I can't screen share it, but I have, look, I have my whole dissertation book right here. I believe you. I believe you. I believe you. Right. So I'm just going to have to share it like this. So you'll see what I'm talking about. It's, this is the model that I came up with. So if you can oh, see. nice. So you see the brain. Yay. Mm-hmm. yes it's a four-step model of concrete no. and imposterism so I'm going to go through it but you see the, the the person with that brain yes and uh it's to show it's to show that you know it's a mindset issue everything that we're dealing with when it comes to imposter syndrome it's a mindset issue and it's 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 not just what our beliefs are but it's what other people provided in, in, in you know to us from our childhood I mean if you look at the theory of mind, 88% of our mind is subconscious. And whatever you learn between the ages of zero to eight years old, it, it's like you're a sponge at that moment. So you're taking it in and you're creating these negative and positive associations, which say, I like chocolate cake. I don't like being stung by a bee, right? I mean, I'm giving an example. And so there's four. And if you don't mind, I, I don't mind. I, I'm going to share the four steps with okay. really, really quick, because I think this is going to be a good way for us to really start the conversation off and start getting people to overcome imposterism. The first one in the model was accomplish. And so accomplish in this step is you're creating a goal in mind. So the what's now rather than the what's next. Mm. Right. And you're, and you're saying, I'm going to seek, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out what my, what my goals are. And then I'm going to actively seek ways to start achieving these goals. Okay. Okay. And the second step, I have support systems. Support systems are mentors. So you said you had you have two mentors, and they both told you the exact same story because you needed to listen to that, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, so the people in your life, your circle of influence, and and you want to be very aware of mm-hmm. who those people are because you don't want just anybody. There are people that are toxic, so you you need to clear, stay clear away from that when you're creating your support system. And so you want to create that. You want to be able to have Friends and family, call you know, colleagues, whoever it is that's in your circle that's influencing you a mentor, a coach. So, you're creating that, and then your third one is investment. Third model of investment what you're doing is you're pursuing personal and professional development. Mm -hmm. So, that means taking courses. If you are in a specific profession, like the women that I was, you know, uh interviewing here for the dissertation, they were engineers. They were joining engineering associations, especially tailored towards women, and uh, investing or taking extra classes in leadership or just you know, working on their own development. So investing that time meaning you're investing some money into some of these courses maybe, but you're doing something for yourself to help you grow. And then finally, you acknowledge yourself. And so you're celebrating every single small goal Every medium goal, every large goal, like everything that you accomplish, whether it's waking up in the morning and taking a shower, because for some people that can be difficult, mm-hmm. you know, so doing okay. that is an achievement, celebrate it, you know, it, you've never worked out in a whole month, but you decided to go dance for 10 minutes and get something in that way, celebrate it, celebrate every milestone, because that's how we're going to be able to say yes, we are able to do it. And, and one thing that I will add to this is create a journal called an accomplishment journal and Mm -hmm. list all of your accomplishments so that you know what you've already accomplished in the last year or two, you can go back and look at it and go, wow, I've accomplished this much. And I didn't know because that's need reminders for that.
0: I love that. So Beverly, (laughs) Beverly, so what about you? How do you guys, I mean, you're dealing with the imposter syndrome as well. You know, you're having the woman to help work on the inside. And again, we need to start talking about this because we as women are creatures of emotions. So we are taking everything in and may it be good, bad, ugly. We're still trying to, trying to work on the inside. So Beverly, how do you do it? How do you help women conquer the impossible?
2: What center? we do is we go from the inside. So we start dealing with who were you before here? And we go back and do some history and talk about a lot of the traumatic experiences so that we can heal and make some changes. And like she said, it does start with the mindset and starts with unpacking all of those experiences to bad, the good, bad, and the indifferent to be able to have an exchange like, okay, do I need these things? Are these Coming to uh, realization: Are these real truths about myself, or was this something that someone else put on me? Um, so we we go inside and we do the talking, and we uh, sometimes it's some real work, but we have to really do the the heart work, the heart and mind work, and so letting go of ideals, dealing with a lot of trauma. Mm.
0: Um,
2: I, I, most of the women that I do work with and the young girls they've experienced a great deal of trauma that impacts who they are. It affects their personality. It impacts their work relationships, their personal relationships, their, man, their romantic relationships. And one thing that I do include and then I talk to young women about and the women I work with is emotional intelligence. Being aware of your emotions and how you handle them, how you manage them, that makes a difference as well. So we deal with some of those things and we, we can't be surface. So what that does, when we come into a relationship and work together, you have to be, I have to be vulnerable with you and you have to be vulnerability. So it takes a level of vulnerability for you to be able to unpack it. Cause it might, this is my stuff and I don't want anybody to touch it. It's my stuff. Mm -hmm. Well, it might be some stuff that you need to get rid of, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's keeping you from being the real you. And you're really an imposter because you're you're identifying yourself based on your pain and your trauma. So true. And those are experiences and that's not the real you. With resistance.
0: Now, you know, we are all resistance, especially us women. We are powerful. Us three here are powerful. But how do you deal with the resistance of even start to unpacking that and, and start working on it? So how do you, how, Beverly, first, how do you even work with the client that's coming to face with the resistance or starting right. unpacking and starting getting close and working with the emotional intelligence?
2: It's important for me to make every client feel safe. When someone feels safe, then they can open up and unpack their stuff. It's like, okay, I can feel at home with you. You know, I feel like you can handle my, this something, you know, can you imagine being on a journey and you're carrying this heavy luggage and then you come across somebody and you might need a cup of water. I might be the one who will give you the cup of water, but you have this heavy luggage, this baggage your hands are full, you know, you need to drink because you need it for nourishment, but you're holding on to this some kind of way. We have to come to a safe place. Like, let me hold that baggage for you while you drink this cup of water that you need. I love so it. in the relationships, it's nurturing a safe place for them to come and bring their stuff. I love it. Because we do need that. We need that. And
0: actually the doctor talked about talked about it, the support. So you need to have that security, knowing that I can drop whatever I have, or how they say spew everything that I have, but knowing that that I trust you with it. But again, Doctor, how now, how do you handle the resistance?
1: That's such a great question. Um, I think resistance, if you kind of think about it from a different point of view, it's not a bad thing in the sense that resistance means you're 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 starting to actually understand and it's like you know you're resisting the changes because you're used to things being a different way but at the same time you're working towards making those changes so the resistance is naturally going to happen this is kind of coming from my my background in you know clinical therapy and hypnotherapy and stuff and so but you know the way that you deal with resistance is you just you have to keep on doing the things that you know are going to lead you to the growth you can't like say, oh well, I'm, I'm being resistant and I'm just gonna stay in my comfort zone. You have to consistently be out of your comfort zone. You have to consistently fight that resistance because it's that fighting of that resistance that comes up that lets you know changes happen. And if you you're not able to to fight it and you kind of give into that and you're you go back to your comfort zone, you go back to identifying yourself. Cause you know, like to Beverly's point, because she was talking about identity and you know, you're working on Identifying, you know, figuring out why do you identify yourself the way you do, and how do you change that identity to to the identity that you want it to be? And in that course of that resistance, you just you have to keep pushing through. You can't. You have you have to be resilient, resilient against resistance.
0: oh I love that. resilient yes, I love against, that. Look, let me write that down. I like that. I like that. So, with that being said, you have just talked about, Doctor, keep working on growth. Now, you know, as you both know. We're going to talk about the women in the corporate world right now. So, you know, a lot of women are in the corporate world. are like, I don't have time. You know, I am com- I go to work at this time to this time. Then I come home and I have to cook. Then I have to take care of the kids. Then I have to make sure. How do they, how much time do you even recommend someone to start working on personal growth? If we want them to start, to start working on personal growth or start the growth, how long would you even suggest to even start? Especially we have women going and going.
1: Yeah. Yeah and I, I'm sure Beverly, you're going to have a different idea. I'm going to say, even if you just spent 10 minutes a day. Just I, will start
2: agree. I agree with you. Yeah.
1: Just start off with 10 minutes. I mean, if that means sitting with a book for 10 minutes and reading a few lines, you know, or doing something that contributes to your growth.
0: I, mm-hmm. I still so agree with you. So mm-hmm. let's do a little thing. But I do want to, let's talk about, as you're talking about growth, and we're talking about our inner self, and we are always, and I, Um, I believe Beverly talked about when you work on the beauty on the inside, then the outside will project how you feel on the inside. So Beverly, how do you get someone to look how they should look, not how they feel?
2: That's kind of like, we do some excavating. We do some investigating kind of like, uh, we go back and dig. So who were you before the trauma? Who were you? Uh, What did you believe about yourself? Your authentic self? What is it? What what were your aspirations? What did you want to do? And then how that has evolved to your present time. And let's look at those things. Let's look at those qualities that stand out. Let's look at who you are that you don't you don't embrace. That side of you don't because a lot of times I've questioned a lot of women and young women. I said, What is what are your what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? And most cases, everybody responds and tells me their weaknesses. They very little tell me all their strengths. It's like they have more time. They so that lets you know the mindset mm-hmm. that, that the doctor was speaking about. That mindset we naturally have that default to think of negative negativity about ourselves. So can you imagine that we have to recondition ourselves to say, okay, well let's work on your strengths. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get like, what do you like? Who are you? What do you do outside of your margins? Then just a mom, a CEO, uh, you know, a doctor, an engineer, a teacher, a podcast host, who are you? And so when we start asking those things, then that helps me to identify how you should dress, how you should present yourself to the world. I love that, it. That makes it easier to help them to identify what they should look like and what they want to wear. And a lot of times they already know it's just me helping them to discover it mm-hmm. or maybe say it out loud with what they wear
0: have you ever had a difficult client that was with resistance to your to the to the appearance that they were that you had seen or that they were projecting had you ever had a difficult client or couldn't see that what you're seeing in them and if so how did you handle
2: that i don't think that i've ever had a difficult client because i don't believe that i shouldn't say difficult maybe challenging know. challenging with i would say I've had I've had maybe a client that the deeper the trauma the more work we had to do. Yeah. So that would be where that comes in like are you going to hold on to this and that's what she was speaking about Dr. Gazi I don't want to pronounce your name wrong. <laughs> I yes, you I, didn't. I, <laughs> yes, but you I cuz I'm I I stand with her in agreement but it's that mindset and letting go of who you thought you were. Mm. And you know can can we let go of that? identity because it's false. That's where the imposter comes in. Who are you? That's that's an experience that you had. That's something that a choice that you made, but that's not actually who you are. And so helping them to unpack, okay, these are not the real truths about you. Those are experiences, but let's push to become who you truly are and helping them to kind of explore all that and what that really means and what that looks like.
0: Love it. So ladies, let me ask you the next question. So with that being said, this has been, I love this conversation like I talk all day about this because I believe uh, we need to empower women. So I have a woman, I have some women that are still in the corporate world and they got what you're saying. They asked as they're working on the ma- mindset of doing the, spending the 10 minutes, they also ask what's the next, what else could they be working on as well as they begin to working on or what's next or their now
2: what's now that's a great question i'm going to i'm going to defer to beverly to start first <laughs> okay i would say that is a very good question i would say when they're asking about what their next is i i think that you can't get to your what's next until you deal with your past and then come and step into your present you can't behold what's ahead of you so we have to go back and do some history you know, some history work and then say, okay, but this is who I am now. And then set some realistic goals. Because if we set some goals based on the identity that I believe I have that I'm doing, and I'm not the real person, I haven't embraced who I am. Then there I am showing up and making goals as an apostle. Those are somebody else's goals Mm. because I'm operating as an imposter, right? Absolutely. So I kind of have to take people on a discovery, you know, journey to rediscover who they were and who they've been and then who they are now and who they want to become. That's powerful. I love that. What about you, doctor? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with Beverly with that. I mean, you do, you need to focus on the, the ways that you want to grow. I mean, if you're, if, if, you know, you want to be you know, let's say a, a leader in, in your company or organization or, you know, in your community, whatever it is that you're looking to do, you have to commit to growth by looking at what is, what is going on now and what you want in the future, because you're not You're not going to get anywhere without working on yourself. And that's that's the thing. You have to personally develop yourself and you have to grow. And I guess what I want to say is you can actually grow your own, you know, become a leader for yourself, you know, grow your own personal leadership style, learn and understand, you know, what you want to do in the future so you can start preparing for it now. Because, you know, we can go into the past and we can we can dig into that. And that, so. that's gonna help us to know why those things happen. And then it's a matter of let you know, once you know what's gonna happen, now what are we gonna do for the future? Because you can't stay in the past forever and you're not gonna be in the present for so long. Your present changes every single day. So it does, it does. Yeah, you gotta go with that
0: flow and you gotta figure it out. I love this. This has been a great conversation, ladies. And I am so glad. Look, I told you guys to bring on some more powerhouse, but I'm glad you guys are talking about it. And I'm glad we're talking about the inner work because we need to do the inner work. I have to say, I was one of those that resist, did the resistance, as Beverly talked about. Actually, both of you talked about resisting working on the inner. I'm like, oh, I don't need to work on the inner. I got this. And the resistance of moving to the to my what's next took me a long time because I had did not understand how the relationship how they worked hand in hand in order for me to move on to my what's next I did have to face my past so I'm glad that we're talking about and it's okay I don't mind telling people the past and if you judge me that's your fault I I, I you know I've gained I've gotten gotten the skin being now in the game and now knowing that I've drawn that tough skin is, I, I don't care. You know, you judge me, you judge me and it's on your own. And, but and I'm okay with that. So, but you do have to understand that I want everybody to understand it took, it takes time. And both of them talked about, it's not an overnight process. It is not that, Oh, it'll happen next. It won't happen tomorrow. It doesn't happen like that quickly. We didn't, you know, just like they, they always talk about well, the, People are always talking about how long did it take you to get to where you are? It's going to take you a little less. No, I won't say double, but a little it'll take you some time to get to where you want to get to. And it takes time, consistency, as well as a powerful team to help you get you to what to your what's next. And I have two amazing women that can help you get you there. So first and foremost, Doctor, if someone wanted to come and contact and they wanted to talk to you or reach out to you, how can they do that? You can reach me on LinkedIn and I will provide
1: the LinkedIn link. I think in the comments, I'll put it in there. Right. Oh, so sounds good. Yeah. yeah. So find me on LinkedIn. Um, you find me under this name and you can reach out to me there. I'm still working on my website and I'm working on my own training and development business. So the website's not completely up just yet. However, I am open to talking. I'm open to coaching. I'm open, I'm open to, to helping you with you know, working on, on your own personal development and self-confidence and, and you know, overcoming the, you know, imposter inside of you because there's no room for the imposter. There's only room for you. So find me on LinkedIn. I'm also on Instagram. Like literally I'm, I like <laughs> you're working on reels all day on, on Instagram or well, not all day, but just trying to like get as active as possible. So I'm on Instagram as well. You can find me there. And uh, of course I'm on Facebook, but I don't check it too often. So Instagram and LinkedIn are going to be your go-tos to get in touch with me. And then we can communicate from there. Then I, you know, we'll email, we'll get in the phone. We'll do that.
2: Cool. Miss Beverly, how can someone get in touch with you? Well, I am updating my website, so I'll have that complete by the end of the month. But you can get on touch, get in touch with me on Facebook, on Instagram, and I'm also on LinkedIn. Love it, ladies. We got to find each other. Yeah, <laughs> yes. for sure. Yeah, yes, absolutely. That's- I took a lot of notes. I'm writing down everything I could. I'm a note taker. Uh, look, I got uh, this is my
0: ADD. So one color is questions, and the other color is answers. So that's
2: my ADD. I oh, I, yeah. I, I have lots of your notes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This was a powerful, amazing talk that is so needed. I'm glad we're having this girl talk and letting other women know that they're not alone. And that it can be it can be done. And you like I said, if I can't, look, I got two other amazing co hosts like I said. So real quick ladies, I'm going to give you a few minutes to get your breath and then we're going to do something a little fun and we'll change it that won't be so serious. But I want everyone to know that um, tonight's show is sponsored by Vision Made Magazine, the quarterly magazine that is all about your working on your what's next through vision board. But there's inspirational sh- stories, there's power words. I'm always all about the power word. You'll get to hear theirs in a minute. But I'm all about the power word. I believe that's another way we can work on your inner self. And you know, as as you all know, we hit that wall and the wall is, it can come at any time. So what perfect way is to have our power word and it's your choice, but put it someplace that you can see it. Cause once you see it, you can feel it. Once you feel it, you come back and you can reel yourself in a little bit. So we have power words in there. We also have inspirational stories. We have um, small business women, spotlighting women around the world that are out here going after their what's next and are doing some amazing work. And we also have, I believe in a healthy life is a healthy mind. So I also have in there recipes, healthy recipes. Have I tried them out? Not yet, but I will. I will, as well as, and I'm excited. So next quarter, we'll have even doing some exercises as well. And then there's ads. So if anyone's interested in getting a copy of the Vision May magazine, drop it in the feed. I will definitely be in connection with you. If there's a topic now, we now you see the podcast has changed. It was on um, "What's Next for Women" podcast. Now we made it conversate with Pamela, so we can open it up, so we can talk have these candid conversations that we need to have in order to help us go to the next level and what way to do it is to talk about it. Talk about it and we be honest, but we're here to help each other, support each other, not to bring each other down. So if you're interested, if there is a topic that you would like to hear us talk about, drop it in the feed. I will do some research on it and see how we can bring it in it together. Look, I was trying to be use a big word. Sorry, here. Um, we'll try to bring it to light and we will definitely bring it on to the podcast. I want to first and foremost, ladies, thank you so much for gracing me with you on my podcast. This was a most powerful, especially this was my first official conversation with Pamela, and it this ser- per- served such a well, wow, yeah, uh, and, it was, and
2: an honor. I- it was an honor.
0: No, it was an honor for you guys. I mean, we and it was so perfect to talk about our mindset. So how perfect is it? But I want to first and foremost, thank you guys for both, for both of you for joining me, not guys. Thank you ladies for joining me real quick. So we have these ladies out here. So what is one lasting powerful word that or statement that you would like to leave our audience with Beverly?
2: You said something about confidence and, um, I kind of have a question, but I'm just going to say the statement, I am confident, because not enough of us are. And so saying that enough until you start believing it in your mind and walking in it, talking confident, dressing confident, being confident. I am confident. I love it. The power statement. Love it. Doctor, your
0: power statement.
1: My power statement is celebrate celebrate, celebrate. I mean, that's just the word celebrate is powerful and we don't do
0: enough of that. So celebrate. I love it. That is so true. As we move and getting close, I can't believe that our time is almost up. It's gone by so quickly and so fast. One part of the segment of the show I always talk about and I love to talk about as we're talking about inner growth and we're talking about growth is I do book on the shelf. And the book on the shelf is all about what book are you reading? I believe we can expand our mind. And so, doctor, what book are you reading?
1: So right now, Aside from reading, well, I have two books I'm reading, actually. So let me just show your audience what those two books are. One book is this book called The Highly Sensitive Person's Guide to Dealing with Toxic People. I like it. I recommend this book. Um, It's by Shahida Arabi. You can find this on Amazon. What I'll do is I'll drop the link on your Facebook with it. Okay. Um, Such a great read. Um, And then another book that I'm reading, I know you guys will all appreciate, is Thirteen things mentally strong women don't do. Right? Oh wow! So Amy Warren has like two or three different books. There's, I, she's got a series of them. So this is one of her series: Thirteen things mentally strong women don't do. And in this book, she's talking about like you know finding own your own own your power, channel your confidence, and find your authentic voice for a life of meaning and joy. So
0: I, I love know. it.
2: Yeah. What about you, Beverly? <laughs> I am reading. The Confidence Code. Ooh,
0: I got that one. I have it too. Yeah,
2: so, yeah, it's a very good book. Yes. Courtney Kerrigan, an amazing leadership developer. She's in leadership and she helps. She's a powerful coach. Mm-hmm. She suggested this at a conference that I was at and I purchased it and I'm reading it and I love it. I, uh,
0: to, look we'll have to come back and we'll have to talk about that that's a that's a great book i'm reading that too i've read it should i say so i am reading look i have to get my uh-huh. book out here i'm reading big dream by bob jeff it's really good it talks about first and foremost before we can even talk about what our big dream is we really again Talk about our inner self, and he even talked about getting connected to our God, whoever, whatever your your belief is, and knowing that your God has you in all aspects of your life. But knowing that they're there, and pay attention. And I really love that he um. I started literally reading the book yesterday, and I'm already on chapter ten. I mean, it is that. Oh,
2: you really like it.
0: it. I really love it. Yeah, no. So, I do recommend that book as well. And then, of course, I I was telling the doctor, I have a lot of books on my shelf here. I know I'm, I'm, it's another compulsive, but I'm also reading (laughs) my issues. I'm sorry. But I'm also reading Amanda Gorman, the one, the young lady that the poet, she actually has a new one out and it's called Change Sings. And it is amazing. She did a poetry and she talks about it. And that was really good. So, I played, I, I'd listen to both of those. And the last one that I'm listening to is Dare to Lead to help my leadership help to help me to be a better leader. I that is another way that I do it. So those are the three books that I am listening to right now. <laughs> yes, I said listening to, and I do believe in so. I just hope that we will definitely put our books that we are reading in our chat here because again, I believe about expanding our mind and expanding our inner self is all about connecting and do it what way to do it is growing our mind is what's the book on the shelf. And so as we're coming so close to the end of our time, ladies, so what is your guys' win for this week? Mm, I'll
1: let you go, doctor.
0: Right. That's That's a good question. What is my
1: win this week? I think my win is that I did a, a few things this week. I'm trying to figure out what my win is because there was a lot of things I was doing. Uh-oh, what happened?
0: Oh, we lost her. That was just Beverly.
1: Yeah, yeah where did she go? Well, she'll come back. Hopefully she'll come back, yeah. But my one of the wins for me this week has been being able to you know, do my onboarding. I just got a position as an associate faculty, so I'll be teaching at University of Arizona Global Campus. I'm really excited about it. Thank you so much. And so that's a huge win for me. So we had our onboarding and I started my, you know, trainings yesterday. So very happy I was able to finish my trainings in a day. And so that was my win. And I, thank you so much. So there's there's been a few wins this week. So there's that, and then of course um, I'm going to be speaking tomorrow at another event. So that's a win too. <laughs> oh,
0: congratulations, <laughs> <Back> Beverly. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, we were like, wait, we're having to Beverly. I know. <laughs> I just went out of nowhere. I guess I pushed a button on my phone. Um, oh, no my worries, goodness. it happens. It's no worries. But
2: we're glad you're back. So, what is your win for this week? Hmm. I am I've been working on a project for developing mentoring through my um job. I work with trafficking survivors and RCEO approved that I will be a trainer trainer in mentoring relationships. So awesome. I'm excited about that. We finally got that approved and pushed through so we can develop a mentoring program through our job. Also, um another win is uh, got some sponsorships for my fundraiser that's coming up in February.
0: That's congratulations week. that is awesome. So um, you guys as you hear Dr. Oh, has you heard Beverly talked about her event but let me go and I'll bring her back around so you guys can hear about her amazing event and the way we can support her. But my win for the week, as I will stay consistent with everybody, actually, my win is the week I will be speaking next week on Comeback Summit, which is exciting. It runs from the 26th through the 30th. And actually, doctor, guess what I'm talking about? kicking the imposter syndrome in the butt to go after your what's next so I'm really excited about that we'll be on there talking about that so um and that's my win and and the other one I have a secret they know about it but you'll have to wait Uh, I have to do a little bit more fine-tuning on it but something is coming down the pipeline for the podcast so yeah that's that is what's going on in my world. So hopefully I will, I will definitely, her project is an amazing project. It will be going on in, February and it's called the Girl Girl Project. Beverly can talk more about it, but since we're having some difficulties, I'll definitely have her put the put the flyer in the feed so you guys can all get connected and so we can go out here and help her in ways. It's an amazing project. She talked about talked about being a, what a good girl is and how she came how it came about. And if you didn't get to or you're just now tuning in, the show will be up so you can always definitely replay it if you do do a replay drop it in the feed and put hashtag replay so we know that it's just to know who listened to it live versus who listened on a replay and then lastly doctor before we shut this down for this time around what's your power word for this year actually it's
1: interesting you asked that
0: my power word has been boundaries we need that mm-hmm. we need it to even start working that's a, a perfect word on how to fight the imposter syndrome because if you don't create it, 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 it can take you down a, a rabbit hole here.
1: Oh yeah. oh yeah, definitely. I'm so sorry that we can't hear Beverly though. I would have loved to hear
0: her. I'm going to put it in the chat and see if she can do it.
1: Yeah, it's it, sometimes technical glitches. Yeah. yeah, because she can't hear, yeah. Okay, so... With that said, yes, is it working? Okay, I said we could, we
2: could hear her, but she can't hear us. Well, I put it in there and see if she can talk about it. Okay. I see your message. So the Good Girl Project, <laughs> what well, we do have, we have a fundraiser. I'm assuming that you're asking about the event that I was telling you for the fundraiser. It's a, or, with our organization. We started doing this in 2019 and COVID caused us to postpone for 2020. And so with the rise of numbers, we postponed to February, 2022, but we honor eight women that exemplify resilience and community impact in our community. And so we have nine women in February that we're gonna be honoring. And one of them is someone that has had used their life to impact a lot of us and they're no longer with us, but their life and their legacy is still living on. And so we honor women and we come together. It's a black tie affair. Um, we use the, the attire is black and pearls. And so we extend our pearls and give honor to the eight extraordinary women. And then the one that will uh, receive a life impact award. And so we have a host of a nine amazing women. Uh, so, um, We're on Eventbrite. The event is scheduled for Saturday, February 26, 2022. I'll leave all the link and the details in the chat.
0: Let me say this. I want to first and foremost thank these amazing women. I'm glad. Look, it was meant to be. I mean, it was all meant to be for us all to be here. This was an amazing, powerful conversation. If anyone has any questions, if anybody, she bounced off, but if anybody has any questions for these ladies, I will definitely pass them over tonight because I feel these are very, this was an impactful, um, impactful talk here. And doctor, thank you so much. And congratulations on your first doctrine. I know I'll get to hear about the second one. It's coming down the pike here. And I will, those of you, cause I know she's got to get ready to get off here. She's got a class in a few minutes, but thank you, doctor. And anything that you would like to leave the listeners with before you leave?
1: Yeah, no, thank you so much. I actually do have to jump off at six o'clock now. Um, I have to teach, but I just, but I'm going to leave you all with this. Celebrate your accomplishments and continue to grow, continue to develop yourself, invest, get your support systems together and get those goals going. And with that said, thank you so much, Pamela. It was such thank an you. honor to be here and to it's be with so your great. audience. And to meet Beverly and, but I'm so glad to be here. And I, now you can hear us. Wonderful. So yeah. I, I hope to join you again in, in another conversation,
0: hopefully one absolutely. day. On my podcast. Yeah, thank absolutely. You. yes fun. Thank you so much. Take care of yourself. You too. Thank, thank you, thank, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Have a yeah. great weekend. You too. It was a pleasure. So <laughs> Beverly, before we shut this down, we had talked about our power word for this year. What is your power word for this year? Confidence love it oh that's good that's good i love that so you guys would you like to leave anybody with the lasting words before we shut this
2: down it was a pleasure i was honored to be with you um your circle of influence and be able to share my insight and experiences with your community so thank you so much it was an honor
0: oh no thank you well everyone I know you guys look, I got a lot of notes, and Beverly talked about she got a lot of notes. So mm-hmm. I know I know, right? I know. <laughs> got them so I this was the most impactful um talk. And I thank you ladies for joining us. So everybody, I want to first and foremost thank you for taking the time out and stopping by and listening to our talk for tonight. It was a powerful conversation that is so needed. And understand that if no one has not told you yet, though, that you rock and you're amazing. I'm saying it, you rock and amazing and go out and live the life and know that you only have one life to live. And the only way you can do it is actually to shed that imposter syndrome and going after with confidence, picking down that self-doubt door and then going and working, doing some inner work and knowing that if you can't do it by yourself, absolutely get your support, which we have Beverly and we have the doctor on here and you even have myself. So know that you got it here. You're not alone to do it. Until next week, when I bring on some more powerhouse women, as I said I would do and continue to do, take care of yourself. And if you are needing to help to set a goal, if you're needing to help to even think about a goal, or if you're just needing some help to even get started, drop it in the feed and I definitely will be connected. Until next week, everybody, take care of yourself and I'll see you then. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank
1: you for joining us for today's episode of the What's Next Podcast for Women. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a comment or review wherever you're listening. Until next time, take care and be intentional.